When life gives you lemons, what do you do with them? Over here at The Squeeze, we We talk talk about it. Hello, you little lemon drops, and happy Wednesday. Welcome to The Squeeze. Welcome to The Squeeze. You got two tailors here. Sure do. A boy and a girl. Two tailors and a a Remy on the floor. And a Remy on the floor. She's a little camera shy today, (laughs) so she didn't hop up here. How are we doing? We're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Got another killer episode this week. Yes. It's going to be a fun one. Yeah. I'm excited. Yes. My stomach is currently very crampy for anybody watching. Um, <laughs> it's hurting. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. I'm sorry. So if anybody else's stomach is not feeling great at the moment, uh, I'm thinking about you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure the people do as well. Okay. Yeah. Who do we have on the episode this week? This week, we have Matt and Abby. Matt and Abby. Who you may know from the You of the Tube. YouTube, the TikTok. They just launched a podcast yes, called the, the Unplanned. Unplanned Podcast. Yes. Um, which we were on. Yes. We had a very fun day of filming. We we taped an episode together and then they, we tore down and then they did their whole little, yeah. whole it, little setup. It was impressive. Yeah, it was. They definitely know what they're doing. They do know what they're doing. So we had a fun little like back-to-back day, but we had so much fun just sitting down and talking with them. They're such like down-to-earth, genuine people. So the conversation was great and easy. Yeah. And their life is just fascinating. Yeah. They're pregnant, about to have their other baby, and their their babies will be 13 months apart. Crazy. Yeah. It's going to be a hectic household. Yeah, but we just had like awesome conversation with them about, you know, parenting, being first-time parents what it was like with them, how they're feeling about baby number two, and just kind of like the adjustment because, you know, that'll be us in our next stage in life at some point. At some point. <laughs> Not right now. Um, so I always love just getting different people's perspectives on parenthood, especially when, you know, they are so early in the process and they're about to have baby number two. Yeah. And they're, I mean, so close. They're pretty young too. But yeah, good for them. They seem like they... um. Our wonderful parents already, and yeah, we'll keep it up. And uh, yeah, we are very excited to have them on the squeeze. So hope you guys enjoy the conversation and learn something. Uh, but yeah, we're just super excited for this episode because it's a very just genuine, fun conversation. We laughed a lot and had a lot of fun with them. So enjoy this episode. And then we're done with this episode. Head over to their podcast. Yes. Unplanned. Unplanned. And take a listen to our episode. Boom. Yeah. Boom, baby. See you on the other side. Matt and Abby, welcome to The Squeeze. (laughs) (laughs) Thank Thank you for having us. No, thanks for being here. (laughs) We're so stoked. This is awesome. It's an honor. It really is. Yeah, I love the setup, by the way. This is super official. I love the neon sign. I love the the lemon tree behind you guys. Very cool. It's actually a real lemon tree. No, it's not. Don't listen to him. I believed you immediately. I I believed you too. (laughs) I knew they were going to. I was going to like pull one for them. I would have tasted it. (laughs) (laughs) Plastic. Oh my gosh. Okay. We start each episode with a little game called Citrus Got Real. And recently, we've been forgetting to do this. So we're not going to forget it today. In front of you, you have that lemon jar. There are pieces of paper with very random questions in there. If you could pull maybe one for you and one for you, 
And um, let's get this Citrus this. Got Real going. Yeah. Your Citrus got real. Your branding is so amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love your branding. I'm going to grab Abby's because she's pregnant and <laughs> can't really bend over too well. Can't okay. Reach. Here's one for you, babe. Okay. Sorry, and the then, papers are long. Can I go first? Yeah, yeah. go first. You got one for me. <laughs> what would be the worst thing for the government to make illegal? Ooh. What would be the worst thing for the government to make illegal? Um, puppies. Oh, that's a good answer. <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, that kind of made me sad. Puppies yeah, illegal. I Everyone must. the worst thing. Oh gosh. What I would didn't be take bad? it seriously. What would be bad to make illegal? You could be like almond milk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because then dairy you'd be free screwed. alternatives. Yeah. If they made those illegal, I couldn't eat food. Oh, yeah. no. I'm, I'm a like, dairy girl. I'm lactose intolerant. I'm a dairy girl. <laughs> Maybe maybe PDA for us. I feel like okay. we're here. Oh, yeah, because that actually is illegal. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's some countries Somewhere. where PDA like is Dubai. illegal. Well, you guys oh. can't go there. We no, can't. we will you get arrested. Like in the mall, you can't hold hands. <laughs> really? I've heard that. Yeah. So no know. one should honeymoon in Dubai, apparently. <laughs> right. No, there probably is a honeymoon desk. Am I making something up? Yeah. People I are think, gonna be like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> I don't know. We might yeah, I know we we have friends that are gay that went to Dubai and they were like super careful not to hold hands because like they, they just had to be careful. Yeah. But I don't know I don't know if PDA I know there are countries where PDA is illegal though. No, PDA right. is definitely not allowed. Yeah. We, so that would be bad. Okay. We we do less now that we've been married almost four years. But yeah, like, we like our personal space we, a little bit more. We would yeah. PDA so hard in the beginning. <laughs> I think that's a good answer. That's a good answer. That is a very good answer. Oh my like gosh, that. how funny. Okay, okay, should I go? Yeah. Yeah. If you could be a fly on the wall, who would you want to listen in on? Mm. Anyone. Mm. Ooh, that's Ooh. really good. I feel like we just had this conversation Ooh. recently about someone like, Dang. if I could just be. Wait, really? I can't think of it now. Maybe the president? I don't know. I'm just, I'm that so curious. I feel like that's like the go-to answer. Yeah, oh, I yes. don't want to know what's going on. <laughs> I'm just so curious. Yeah, like what What does it actually look like? Um, I don't know. There, there's That must be really interesting. Yeah. Definitely fascinating. Mine would probably just be Simon Cowell when he's chilling at home. Oh my gosh, of course. <laughs> I was actually just thinking about this because we were talking about Justin Bieber. And I was yes. like, I wonder just like what him and Haley talk about. <laughs> I'm not even like a fangirl, but I'm just like, do they have normal conversations? Do they wake up in the morning together like and drink coffee? And- <laughs> I'm curious why Simon Cowell. Answer. Are you a big Simon Cowell? Yeah, I'm just obsessed with him. <laughs> Always really? have. Been. Have you met no him? No, I don't think I have. Really? Put it you out there. Get him I on the show. I don't think so. I, got- this is my thing. I forget. Like, it, I, I I say that answer a lot. Like, people ask me, like, have have you met that person? And it's happened before where I've said no. And then a couple of days later, I think back. And I'm like, oh, of course I did. I, like, <laughs> ran into them at this event or something. So I always forget if I actually have met people. Yeah. But I don't think I have met Simon. We've okay. done a lot of things. Maybe he'll come on the squeeze. That, Simon. That would be a dream. Yeah. That would. Would you be okay? Would you be able to do that interview? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I would definitely need to like take some deep breaths beforehand. That's so funny just to me for, for me to hear you say that you would be nervous to have Simon Cavill on. I'm like, <laughs> Simon Cavill should be honored to be on your show, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, th- I just, I mean, I started watching American Idol when I was a young kid. 
that must have been it. And then I just like fell in love with him. (laughs) Wow. Our friend recently interviewed Simon and they, he knows that Taylor loves him. So they recorded a little video. Did you post that? (laughs) I posted it. He posted it. Like (laughs) hardcore static reel posted that. Yeah. Of course. (laughs) I'm so happy for you. Yeah. It was, she was still sleeping and I woke up and I watched that video and I was freaking out. I mean, I think the most surprising thing about that sentence is you woke up before me. <laughs> Simon was calling. I guess Simon was calling. <laughs> I know how to wake you up early yeah. now, I guess. Simon's the only thing that could wake me up Set before his you. Alarm. His voice is the alarm clock. It's like, yes. Taylor, wake up. Taylor, yes, wake up. I need to do that. That would be jarring. Anyways, okay. Simon, <laughs> president, did you have one? And now I don't. I don't know. Okay. She's Justin and Haley. I don't even, I'm not even like a huge. <laughs> Abby's so a random. huge Justin Bieber fan. Has photos of him all over I our think bedroom. I was, thinking about- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do you think they toot in front of each other and like do all those like I hope they do. couple things? I hope they do. Do you guys toot in front of each other? No. No. He won't. He no won't let us. way. Oh gosh. No okay. way. Seriously? And I have IBS. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a problem. I don't know. I may get there one day. I don't know. It's been I five years. I know. Birth is gonna. Well, even after I had, I had a colonoscopy probably like three years and two years into us dating, yeah. and like after that, you are like <laughs> stuff's like oh. there's air coming out of you. Yeah, no. Citrus and, got real. <laughs> yeah, really <laughs> real. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah. We burp like crazy in front of each other. I respect that. But no, number two or no? Whoa! Wow. No. Yeah, they're newlyweds for sure. I don't know. I don't think you would do that though. No, I think I I need like alone time with that. Honestly, like, I would like, prefer it. He yeah. just always finds his way. <laughs> <laughs> like I wouldn't care if you did it, like if the door was open, but I'm like, I need to like just have a moment to myself. I feel the same. So guess we're not gonna do it. Yeah. I think it's a great time to have a conversation, <laughs> right? That's they what can't, they can't leave. Can't get away. Yeah, she can't get away. So <laughs> Trapped. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right oh my. Okay, okay, I did not I think we're going to talk right. about this so early on. I'm, so I'm going to start doing that to you. I'll get you to listen. Oh yeah, okay. You're sitting here stuck. <laughs> oh my God. We'll see how that goes. So something as you guys know that has been a huge part of my mental health journey, Taylor's mental health journey, journeys as individuals and as a couple has been therapy. Amen. And that is why I am so excited to share our next sponsor with you guys, which is Cerebral. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. I love that Cerebral is 100% online because that means you have no excuse. You have to go. Yeah. Like, There's no, oh, I don't have time to go drive. It's too long of a drive. No, you can do it on your lunch break. You can do it before work, after work. And it's honestly just, it's convenient. Yeah. It's convenient and they have great therapists. Yeah. and it's. It'll just keep you accountable too. So we highly, highly encourage that you guys check out Cerebral because therapy is just done wonders for us 
and we know it'll do the same for you. To get started on your path towards better mental health, Cerebral is giving our listeners 15% off their first month of online therapy, mm-hmm. medication, or both. Get started at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code the squeeze to make 2024 your best year yet. That's Cerebral, C-E-R-E-B-R-A-L.com slash podcast and use code the squeeze. Offer is only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. See site for details. Get going on that therapy. Let's start off with baby. Yes. Congrats on baby number one. Yeah. Thank you. Congrats Thank on you. baby number two. Thank yeah. you. We were just talking. How far apart are they going to be? 13 months. And that was planned or? No. <laughs> Goes Wait. with their theme. Yes. Yeah. And Oh my gosh. Frick. Wait, is that where the idea came from? Not really, but it just works well. Kind of. I'm, it's very on brand, the branding. Kind of. The yeah, branding. The, the unplanned podcast. No, I think Abby came up with the name and I was like, no way. Because like we're we're very unplanned. I think you guys told us to be here at 1030 or, or something. I, I feel bad because like we're so unplanned. I think we were like a little late. I'm like, crap, this is so, like we're going to see the Lautners. <laughs> we're, like, <laughs> we're so unplanned, but it's just on it's on brand for us. And then okay. I was like, oh. Or this pregnancy is unplanned too. So I guess it's the perfect name for a we podcast. We keep saying, yeah. I feel like unplanned, but meant to be. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We're <laughs> so, so excited. I, I truly believe that we have the best years ahead of us. Um, mm. Having two little boys 13 months apart. It's going to be so cool to watch them bond, grow up together, be yeah. best friends. And yes, it'll probably be hard while they're um, while we have two under two, but we have our in-laws who just moved in with us to help with the babies. Um, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be a party. extra hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'm not even sure if our first will be walking by then. So <laughs> we're going to be yeah. really in for it. Oh, yeah. But when you, the moment you first found out, were you freaking a bit? Because uh, we yeah. just, we had friends that just went through this. Not as not tight, as close. but similar. And it was a scary feeling at first. It was. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I mean, it sounds awful, but. The first day we were on a Disney World family trip, and I remember just like being in like the happiest place on earth, like all these cheery music, and I was feeling—I actually felt dread for a little bit because I was just like, "How are we about to do this all over again?" Because yeah. we were in kind of a rough stage with having a four-month-old, yeah. where oh, it's like hard. there's like a sleep regression that oh, happens, yes. and we weren't sleeping, and I also had a double hernia repair after my oh, first pregnancy, gosh. so I was like physically am i even able to like mm-hmm. carry a child right now like mm-hmm. they told me to wait so i was like is this okay and then also there was a lot of denial i kept telling matt i was like we just got to get to the doctor because i just don't think that this is right he's like you took two tests they're very positive mm-hmm. they were like immediately positive and so then i was like oh what if it's twins because oh, the, the test was so <laughs> and because of the nature of it we knew when we got pregnant because we weren't being careless, but we weren't being perfect. There were literally, <laughs> literally two times, though. Like, two times that it could have even potentially happened. So I was like, for it to be this early and it's that dark. And then I, like, Google it. And if you're, I was, I was breastfeeding at the time. Or I still, like, still kind of am. They were like, your chances of having twins go up. Really? I don't know. That's what Google said. I don't, huh. And I was like, no, 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 no. And we were just, like, freaking out all day. And it was a secret, but. It's changed so much since then. Once you see that little baby on an ultrasound, you're like, this is perfect. This is the happiest thing Mm -hmm. ever. It just took him in a 
adjustment mentally. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I yeah. bet. I can't imagine. I can't imagine like housing a baby inside of I used to like, I used to want, I mean, because I'm an only child, I used to want like five kids in a huge family because oh, yeah. I'm kind of like the only one out of like my cousins that is my age. Everyone's like 10 years and 10 years. Um, so I was kind of just like alone. So I was like, I want a big family. And then I went through nursing school and like doing my OB rotation and like learning everything and like seeing births. I was like, I have to forget all of this before I even have a child because I like can't. Like watching that, I came home and I was like, babe, we're never having children. I can't. <laughs> it's jarring. It's very intense. <laughs> oh my gosh. Meanwhile, my best yeah. friend is a labor and delivery nurse and she like <laughs> wants a bunch of babies. I'm like, how do you, how, you, no, no. Yeah. This started by you wanting like a massive family yeah. and me being like, eh, I think two might be fine. Yeah. And now I feel like we've gone like this. Yeah. You switched. You went. I don't, I don't think I want like, I don't think I want like four plus kids. That seems like it would be a lot, but I don't think I want one, but I don't know. We're going to have to figure it I out. I feel like we're going to have one and we're going to be like sucked in and be like, give me all of them. Like I could see us having one and then just like pumping yeah. like <laughs> a bunch of them out. 13 months later, number two. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We'll yeah. See. Yeah, we will see. Um, but your birth was like a little rough. Yeah, it really was. I kind of forget that. It, yeah, it was scary. Um, I got pushed out of the way. They had to like hike Abby's legs up and <laughs> do all this crazy stuff to try to get our baby out because he got stuck for a little bit. It's called uh, shoulder dystocia. This is why you don't marry someone a foot taller than you. <laughs> <laughs> I was a big baby too. I was like nine four, and my brothers oh, were wow. both both over two pounds. Uh, both over ten pounds. So wow. I was like the smallest of all my mom's babies. So Abby um, had a big baby. Our our first son was eight pounds four ounces it's really okay. not that big but i guess just in relation to i'm five two I'm yeah small. but i think yeah. uh we just went to the doctor like two weeks ago and they said you're measuring at four pounds eight ounces what was yeah. it right now so yeah abby's gonna have big babies and yeah. she already has so oh man yeah but any anyway. it got it gets stuck in there is that yeah so yeah. have you like, seen that as a nurse <laughs> i haven't seen that physically happen but i've like bred about it yeah they like get stuck because you have to like turn them as they're coming out but sometimes yeah. their shoulder like literally like just it gets stuck and you literally can't pull them out the shoulder so what do you stuck. do i mean i think there's a, a few things there's you can like, do don't mm -hmm. quote me on that there's but, like a progression yeah. so the first thing they did worked basically they just moved me in a yeah. crazy position and then everyone pushed on my stomach and like ejected him push on yeah, yeah every, they pushed him out of the way and then like all pushed him out wait did that hurt when they push on your stomach i don't think it felt good. I don't really like. I kind of like. Yeah, oh my yeah. God, I just, like, so much. Abby's a superstar. Like going through that it much pain, crazy. she was in so much pain she couldn't even make any noise. The videos of me look so peaceful. I was really, like, I was peaceful, but I was like, <laughs> I was not peaceful inside. You were <laughs> no. I was like, that was the craziest thing I've ever been through. But it was not enough to make me not do it again. So yeah. I yeah. mean, the hormones are crazy afterwards. So moving forward now, is that like a fear? What is like the what is your doctor saying about like, the chances of that? Or? Yeah, it can happen again. So I think she feels most comfortable. Like she's kind of pushing for a C-section. So how do you feel about that? <laughs> honestly, at this point, I've really come to terms with it. I'm like, yeah. honestly, nice. I'll just come with my suitcase. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To the hospital. Show and up for your appointment. Yeah. My baby will be here two oh, yeah. hours later. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, sounds great. Because the first time it took like 
27 well, yeah, hours. We were there over, yeah. Were you in labor for over 24 hours? Yeah, it was over 24 hours. I just don't want them to mess up my hernia surgery I had. Oh. So. Um, yeah. I'm like, everyone, let's just all get aligned, get it all yeah. figured out before get it we on go. Track. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know. As long as my baby's here, I really don't care. Yeah. My yeah. girlfriend had, she like, she's very like a planner and she scheduled both C-sections. She didn't need a C-section at all, but <laughs> she told her doctor, she was like, I'm going to like, I'll have two. You can tie my tubes after like I'm done, but I want like C-sections. And so she literally like showed up date and time. She has this thing where she brings a lamp to like make it feel cozy and because it's like a warm light. What? I don't know, but that I would, I don't know. That's what I wish says. I was like that. Like, I'm obviously not a good planner. <laughs> so, something I, that still keeps me up at night is the fact that I never made like gift baskets for our nurses at the hospital. Aww, People do that. And it feels like I'm like, man, I, I meant to do it. I just didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. You had a bit going on. Yeah. You were busy. Yeah. You were a little busy. I can, <laughs> I can tell you that it's totally fine. Those labor and delivery nurses, man. They, they get all the gift baskets. <laughs> Us cardiac nurses get nothing. <laughs> get nothing. Earlier, I forgot to ask this. Your parents living with you. Is that like... Yeah, I'm very curious about this. Yeah. Ooh. It literally just happened. So oh, okay. check so back with new. us. They moved in on Sunday and today oh, oh. is Tuesday, right? Yes. Yeah, so oh. they moved in and the next day it's like we're driving to LA to go film some podcasts. Okay. <laughs> so you haven't lived with that situation for long. No. I mean, I've lived with my parents since I was in high school. Yeah. But um, we're really close. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just the stage of life we're in where it's like the people that are in our son's life, I want them to be people that are going to be in his life forever. Yeah. yeah. You know, like long term. So it feels really good to know that like the people that are going to be there and investing in him are his actual grandparents. And yeah, That's so we're really thankful. Um, And I don't know, we're both very, uh, I would say we're extroverted people. Oh, yeah. And so I feel like my our social battery is high. Okay. So, okay. You don't and need their a ton social battery is low. Time. So they're not, they're going to keep their own space, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. I, I can only imagine out. how helpful it's going to be. Oh, yeah. totally. And, and they're great about like not getting into our business. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> and we don't really get into their business. So I think it'll be good. Like we'll just respect each other's yeah. like space. And we do, it's funny, we have a guest bedroom and connected to it is our podcast studio. So they're going to take over those two rooms oh, and then wow. we're going to use our podcast studio once a week to film. And then the rest of the week, they just get to use it. So um, it's nice. Yeah, Day one went very smoothly. Okay. Great. Well, Great. to a good start. <laughs> yeah. The hopes are high. I like it. <laughs> How was the road trip? Well, you know, we split time with the baby. So like the first half of the road trip, we had him in our car and then we're like, well, you know what? You guys are going the same place. Yeah. So he slept most of the time in their car. And, okay. And it was actually really nice. Oh my God. Yeah. That's it was good. And then we, and then for the second half, when Griffin was asleep in their car, I was like, Abby, we should really listen um, to an episode we of The Squeeze. To the squeeze. She listened to, oh, oh we listened to your first episode together. And, oh my gosh. Um, it was, Which it wouldn't was have fun. happened otherwise. It would have been Miss Rachel in the car. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually Miss Rachel. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Of course. Love, love the <laughs> podcast, by the way. I, it's it's really fun listening to you guys. Abby and I were joking. Like, it's almost like therapy listening to you talk Aww. because you're so chill and you guys have, seem you seem to have very high emotional intelligence. So it was almost like therapeutic listening to your podcast. Oh, wow. I appreciate That's that. Nice That's how we feel doing it. Yeah. Or like, it's so therapeutic for us. We, we love yeah, it. we always say this is free therapy. I feel like after each one, we like leave. Like, 
one of us has either had like an aha moment or we've like taken something away from it. So yeah. it's been really cool. Some episodes I'm literally like, this is me. Like I completely understand. It happens to you a lot. It does happen to me a lot. We'll have like guests on and they say something like, you know, I think I do this probably because of this. And I'm like, oh, the light bulb just goes off. And I'm like, that's exactly why I do that. Yeah. I learned so much about myself. It's fun. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Okay. Can can I go back to the beginning a little bit yeah, before sorry. babies? And could you just tell me how you guys like met? Because mm-hmm. you said high school? Yes. Well, we technically yeah. met in middle school. Wow. And I had a massive crush on Matt and he didn't know I existed. You know how the story goes. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of a long story, but long story short, we are theater kids. Okay. And so it was a summer theater in St. Louis. And I lived two hours from St. Louis. So I would just come in and my mom was like the sweetest and really supported like my dreams as a kid and would stay in a hotel if I got cast in a show. It was a regional theater. Okay. And if I got cast, she would stay for like three to four weeks while I did the rehearsal and product wow. performance process. And oh wow. Um anyway, Matt was a resident at this like he was in okay. all the shows. Okay. And he so was also there. local. He was always there. Okay. I was local and I started doing shows at this professional theater since I was eight, I guess, was the first time. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, we just met. We were acquaintances. Didn't really know each other that well. But apparently, Abby had a crush on me. I had no idea. I told um, all my friends back at home. I was oh like gosh. a small town girl at this like bigger theater. And they all knew each other, kind of. And yeah. I was like the outcast. So I was like silent. But in high school, though, uh, summer before our senior year, um, I had just... I'd been crushing on this girl in high school for a really long time. And I was like, you know what? Like, I need to, I need to like move on from this. And immediately I was like, just blown away by how beautiful this cute, this cute girl in the show. We played cards together and he doesn't even remember this. I I don't know. It's just like, I had this eureka moment where I was like, I I just had my head down. and wasn't like paying attention. And I look up and like, this is, this girl is so beautiful. She's so sweet. She's such like a good person. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I need to ask her on a date. What so, have I been doing? Yeah. What yeah. have I been doing? So yeah. I, I asked her on a date. We went His on. His 18th our, birthday was our Aww. first date. Oh, cool. Aww. Yeah. First date on my 18th birthday. And ever since then, you Which know, is the rest weird because he was still going into a senior year of high school. He did kindergarten twice. And then okay. I did, yeah, I did Just for the people twice. that are going to fact check that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, have, I have undiagnosed ADHD, so I like would not. Sit a in, second lap around there. Yeah. still in school. So. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, then we uh, we dated long distance throughout high school, went to college together pursuing the arts. We went to school at Missouri State um, University in Springfield, Missouri for the acting program. We were BFA acting majors. And then after a semester, we were like, you know what? We want to focus on a relationship. Uh, we knew a lot of people at the time that were in theater and I know it's different with like film and television, but like in theater, a lot of times people will have to go on a tour and they don't see their spouse for like six months. Right. Yeah. And we just decided we couldn't do that. Yeah. So we're like, let's get like regular people degrees in college and we can always come back Mm -hmm. to the arts at some point, but let's just like focus on regular jobs for now. Oh, wow. And maybe one day we can return. And so it was... um, I went into teaching and I went into finance. Yeah. 
Wow. Dang. And then. What a little switcheroo. We, yeah, we really yeah. Switched, switched it up and then switched it up again now. Yeah. Well, yeah, because we had always wanted to be like on Broadway. I think that was the dream for both of us. And then with social media, like somehow this just, I don't know. I, it was this this side hustle, this side yeah. gig that I was like, it'd be so cool if we could make videos together and maybe make a little bit of side money, yeah. you know? Uh, so that we can have a creative outlet in addition to our regular jobs. Yeah, because yeah. um, like we have to do something creative no matter what. Yeah, because we can't sure. just like switch it up and start doing finance. Yeah, yeah, fully. But um, yeah. Fun fact about us is that we've only ever kissed each other and only ever dated each other. Wow. Oh wow. Because we started dating so young well, and like awesome. we were both just like, oh, isn't that weird? Yeah. I that's think about super it sometimes. Sweet. I'm like. That's pretty weird. Am I a good kisser? I don't know. We don't know. We literally don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. Dang. That's crazy. That normally like doesn't work. Doesn't work? Oh. I know. It's working. But I, Great I always for them. have been like, I don't have this expectation because you right. most people, I would say 99% of people should not marry the person that was their first boyfriend or girlfriend. That yeah. doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah. That's pretty special though. <laughs> It is really special. What was that game of cards you played? Do you remember what know. the game was? Uh, oh, game yeah. Of we cards. played ERS. Remember that? ERS. Oh, that's right. Like, it's like you slap the deck. Oh. Egyptian. Yeah. Egyptian, Egyptian Rescue. Is that, I, don't, so, I didn't want to say that because it maybe that, sounds weird. Is that weird. politically correct? Maybe. Yeah. We'll just call it ERS. <laughs> ERS. <laughs> it's, it's a game where you like slap the deck if there's like a double or a sandwich. Yes. And then you get all the cards. Okay. Yep. I've played that. We played that. Okay. I, don't, I literally he don't remember not that. Remember. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> One of many. Played yeah, we moved on from that, but I did just need to go back to it because I wanted to know what you were playing. So a fun note I wanted to add is when Abby and I were in college, we worked at this pizza restaurant together. And the reason we worked together is we only had one vehicle. We shared a car. I think at that point, we might have been sharing the same bank account too. <laughs> I can't we didn't have any money, so um, it really didn't make a difference. But we were just, <laughs> I don't know, we were so in love and we knew we wanted to get married in college. And we knew that like to make that happen, we wanted to be independent from our parents. So we, we just got jobs right away freshman year to make money so we could be independent and, yeah. and be young and happy and free and married. And everything. <laughs> anyway, um, but at this pizza restaurant, we thought it was so much fun and we thought, wow, if one day we could work together, you know, doing something or have, have a company That's or something. So we like talked about funny. like, what if we had like a cupcake shop or some yeah. business oh together gosh. and it really has like come full circle. Yeah. Um, and at yeah. that time we had no idea what TikTok was. We kind of <laughs> knew that people were, I don't you know, think it existed then. I, yeah, it might have still been uh, whatever it was called before it was TikTok. Musically. Oh, musically. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, YouTubers were starting to become a thing, but still like, it, I was like, people actually make money doing yeah. that? Like, can you make that your job? I don't yeah. know. So kind of crazy As how- you're at the pizza restaurant. That's so <laughs> awesome. I know. Some of our like regular customers would try to like set us up. They'd be like, there's a Matt guy over there and I think he has eyes for you. And I'd be like, Stop. I think he's so cute too. Yeah. <laughs> We were like engaged at the time. Oh my gosh. You're like, that's because he does have eyes for me. Yeah. Um, when did you guys start like picking up like social media and YouTube and all that stuff? Yeah, totally. I mean, I had seen Abby watching couples vloggers and I was like, no way. Like people are vlogging their life as a couple and people watch that. Oh my God. I was like, I love to make videos. I used to make videos for fun as a kid. Um, it was just a passion of mine. I'm like, yeah, we should totally do this. And so we made YouTube videos for about a year and like nobody watched them. Like I'm talking nobody. We got maybe a hundred yeah, views. How do you start? I am not. It, so 
you did when you started, you only, like you just said, but you stayed with it? Stayed with it. So I, I was basically working a part-time job as a YouTuber, but making no money because th- there's but no guarantees. As a full-time student and also working an internship at a finance like and a office and a newlywed. Yeah. And it wasn't until the pandemic happened that we like, we both lost our jobs and they were just like, see you guys. And so oh, wow. we had, and school went fully online. We were still students at the time. And so we were kind of like, well, we're forced to make a change right now. Like, what if we just like really, it was Matt who decided this. Like, what if I just really like we relied on our savings and just really tried. Wow. And so then you grinded and it literally just well, you grinded. happened. You grinded too. You worked very hard too. Like it wasn't just me. Yeah. But um, I will say it was a huge blessing that we had been saving up money. Like we we barely ate out. If her friends went to go get ice cream for a dollar, we'd be like, sorry guys, can't afford it. We're trying to save up money so we could, you know, maybe wow. move somewhere cool when we graduate or just, you know, build up a nest egg and try to try to play our cards right. But that allowed us to not have to rush and like find a job immediately when we got mm. fired during COVID. And we're like, let's just pour all of our energy to this social media thing and we see if it works. We were in our tiny apartment all day, every day. So like, what else yeah. are we going to do? You yeah. know? Wow. Because when everything shut down. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just... You guys are the definition of just like going for it. Like <laughs> so many people, which I feel like I, you know, I, I'm like this, my, like my fear holds me back a lot. So many people, you know, they would just be like, that sounds like a crazy idea. I'm going to stay in this bubble that I'm comfortable with and, you know, stick to your teaching, stick to your finance. Matt's the ultimate dreamer. But he's also, I feel like you're the perfect combination because you're a dreamer and you're a newer. Like you make it happen. You're so nice to me right now. I don't know why I'm being so nice to him right now. Abby, you're you're incredible. Like Abby (laughs) Abby is so good at like everything she does. Abby was over a 4.0 student. Um, she should have been like valedictorian. I don't know how you didn't get valedictorian or whatever at your school, but like Abby's so intelligent. She's very good at like everything she does. And um, she's a natural on camera. Something I love about Abby is she doesn't care what people think about her. And Mm -hmm. I get so in my head, I get nervous. I second guess myself. I overthink everything. Abby doesn't do that. She's always herself. It, It doesn't matter if she's, you know, Talking to someone who's homeless or a billionaire. It doesn't yeah. matter. She's going to be herself. Be the same conversation. All the time. Yeah. And I love that about her. Yeah. That's Very super nice. cool. Thank you. Yeah. You're a good team. Good. Very good team. You want to say something nice about me? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I don't. You're a good dog, mom. Oh, thanks, babe. <laughs> and you're you're not as good as Matt, but yeah, pretty I, good with the I'll camera. take second. I'll take second. I'll, I'll take second there. Okay. Gladly, we'll take second. Um, okay, so obviously, like, with social media, there comes, you know, the trolls, the hate, all of that stuff. And I know that you guys have had your fair share of having to go through that. Um, and we, like, just to talk about it, because I feel like social media is such a large... It can be good, but it also can be really bad. And everybody can relate to it, whether yeah. it's on, you know, a different level. Yeah. I just feel like everybody can relate to that. Yeah. Um, and I know that you kind of had like a really hard time with it. Can you just kind of like share about like that time and how you kind of got out of it or like boundaries you had to set moving forward after that? Yeah. I mean, there's just like with the Internet, like something gets caught, like picked up and then the story just like snowballs and snowballs and it becomes like there's like nothing good about these people and you know who knows there's been 
so many different things. I'm like not even one singular incident, but yeah, I think people can forget that you're human For and sure. that you make mistakes and exactly. that you're not some character from a movie. Like you, you are just a, a person. And especially, I think the comments for us um, can be especially tough on TikTok because mm. I think the uh, everything around TikTok is just like short videos. And so people see a short video of you and they don't see you as a person. They don't see you yep. as a human. They, th- they see you as a character. judge you off of that. Yeah. Little snippet. Totally. And so it's interesting though, because when you're, when you're building and growing, I think everyone's like rooting for you and cheering for you. But once you get to a certain size, people want to see you fall. They yeah. want to, they like want to drag you down. They're like, this is a good story. People loved them. Now they hate them. Mm. So yeah, I would say. Who was just, it tougher on? Me. What, what specifically we're we talking about? I think we're talking about when we like kind of got canceled in Hawaii. <laughs> I didn't remember that. We did a podcast episode. Yeah, we did a whole podcast episode on it. But we that was harder on me. Yeah, it was. It was definitely hard. I think on Abby, um, it was was definitely hard on the both of us. But I think for you, it was like especially hard. It just got to the point where like we really have to just be careful about what how much we read and like there are certain things I'm like I will never ever go there because it's just not important. Like if there's a video that's about us and it's clearly like a mean video, just scroll move on yeah. block like don't look at it yeah like i don't i don't even dip my toe anywhere near reddit like there's oh. like <laughs> yeah there's just so many things where it's like i've just it's just it's not for me it wasn't written for me to see and i don't need to read it like yeah. Yeah. and so i know cool. who i am and so yeah. i don't need yeah i think random th- strangers i think go and look like we've never I mean, there's people that get canceled and it's like really bad. Like we've never gone through that. Ours, I, I would say, are pretty mild compared to what it can be. We didn't have like brands dropping anything with us. We didn't have like, it wasn't anything. It wasn't like there was some massive scandal. Yeah. But I think like going through that though, you realize, wow, um, first of all, I don't wish this on anybody. Even someone who has actually done, like when people do like bad things and yeah. they're canceled, I still feel bad for them. Yeah. Because I'm like, no I always amount- say the crime never fits a punishment it doesn't finish. online. Yeah, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. And wow. yeah, I think it's just strong restrictions. Like both of us, our apps, like our social media apps are like, what are they, 15 minutes a day? And we just break it just to post and then pretty much disappear then. Yeah, and you yeah. got to recognize too that it's okay for people to be wrong about you. It's be, it's okay for some people to not like you. Yeah. Um, and just know that what matters is what your family thinks about you, your friends, yeah. um, your, your spouse, circle. people in your circle. Um, and the good it, so much outweighs the bad. It really does. And I think that's like really encouraging. Like when you see the positive comments, because it, it's weird. You can read a hundred positive comments yeah. and you read one mean comment and it just that's, wrecks you. That's the one that's stuck in your brain. Right. Yeah. I know. Weird, right? Like, isn't yeah. it crazy how yeah. just one out of, it could be thousands, but you read one. Yeah. That's mean, and you're like, that and even in person, we yeah. everyone we've met in person that's like watched our videos or like listens to our podcast or things like that, they've been so nice and they have like only good things to say. And I'm yeah. like, why is that? I remember the two people that, yeah, didn't like it or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. They, just, they have me figure it out. That's just, I guess, how humans work. Though, like, it's funny with friendships. You could have a really good friendship for a long time, and then one bad thing happens, yeah. and it could end a friendship. Like, yeah. it's crazy how the bad outweighs the good in some situations. And you have to recognize, you have to bring your mind back to the reality of, okay, there's so much good here. You so know, true, yeah. so true. Like healthy okay. boundaries. Yeah. Like, I like that t- the timer thing. I want to do that for us. Yeah, I know you do. We're, we're oh, not the like, app restrictions. Yeah, we're not like. I mean, we don't. We're trying to get more into TikTok. Of posting, 
Yeah, I need to post again. Yeah. <laughs> I had like a hard launch and yeah. just ghosted. Yeah. <laughs> he really did. How often do you guys post on TikTok? I've only posted once. No, or, twice. Uh, or twice. He twice. Just, well, he just made one. Um, yeah. I probably like once a week. Twice a week. Uh-huh. What the heck was the last thing you posted? Well, I'll post I'll post the podcast stuff. But you I had have. a bunch of I what? You have. I have. Oh, well, that's good. Maybe you need to look at my profile? I don't I haven't gone. I haven't gone on TikTok in like two weeks. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. What do you do on your phone all day? Instagram reels? <laughs> my golf game. Oh my gosh. I need to put a restriction golf. on that. One. That's the app you need to put a restriction on. <laughs> it's like he has to like fling the golf. Oh my gosh, it's so I'll be fun. showing him something on my phone. He's like, one sec. And like, because it's on a timer because he's playing. You only have like 15 seconds to take a shot. So it literally happened last night. I was trying to show him something. I'm like, zip, zip. I'll come back to you. Just let me get the shot off. Okay. That's my healthier. That's a lot. Always, always. All I'm saying though, app restrictions are the move. Really? Because we put, I, okay, I put 20 minutes on TikTok and Instagram combined. So it won't let me open up the apps after I spend 20 minutes total on TikTok and Instagram. Then it's done. Now I I do know my passcode. So I'll go back in and like if I need to make a post to my story or post to TikTok, I can do that. But if it's just a scroll, it's crazy though. Like I'm like TikTok and Instagram and YouTube, all that, like that's our job. And I'll talk to my friends and be like, "What? How much? How many hours do you guys spend on uh, TikTok a day?" And they'll look in. They'll be like, "Oh, I spend about like three, four hours." And then I'll be like, "Oh wow, I'm only spending like 30, 40 minutes a day, if yeah. that." You know. Um, so that's been super helpful for my mental health because I think as a creator, if you just scroll and scroll and scroll, sometimes it feels like you're working because you're trying to come up with new ideas, but you're yeah. really just consuming, yeah. and it's not good for you. And it's draining <laughs> you, but yeah. you're like, for what? Yeah. Like, yeah, mine's on one minute just so I like have to. <laughs> I obviously break it. But like, I, I have to be it. intentional when it's like I don't just like impulsively click on the app and then because my my fingers were just doing that. I would open my phone mm-hmm. and it would just like go to it. Yeah. yeah. So now it's like, okay, I actually have to stop, think for a minute. Do I need to is there a purpose for me being on this right now? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then and also how long do I want to spit spend on it? Cause then I can set, okay, I'm only gonna be here for one minute or fifteen minutes yeah. or an hour max, you know? Yeah. It's well, good. Really good. It's better that way. Yeah, I agree. Matt, you have opened up. I wanted to touch on this. You've opened up about anxiety and, um, you know, how much Abby helps you with that. When has that always been something that has been a part of your life or did it start like somewhat recently? What what was that journey? How's that been for you? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, growing up like performing and wanting to be the best whatever I did, yeah. I put a lot of pressure on myself. And I think that's probably where I, I first noticed it. Yeah. Um, and I would get nervous, like even in high school, like before I'd go on stage, I'd like almost be shaking because I'd be so nervous. I just I Me wanted too, to perform yeah. so bad. Oh, wow. And I just had all this these nerves build up. Um, but where the social anxiety really came in was also high school. Um, I just noticed myself like really, like really, really caring what people thought about me. And I didn't even know why. And mm. Yeah. Uh, even though I wasn't afraid to, like, I, I, I don't know, I was passionate about sitting with kids at lunch who maybe didn't have someone to sit with or being a friend of those who didn't have a friend. Um, and I knew that pro- people probably thought like, why is he, why is he not sitting with the cool kids or whatever? I don't know. Like I, I still, uh, even though I did those things, I still was very aware of like, 
man, I hope people don't think I'm a weirdo or I, I, I hope people don't judge me. And when I met Abby, um, she kind of, she kind of put me at ease. I don't know. It just, something happened. Something about falling in love really helped me like get out of that anxious stage of my life. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was amazing. I think like Abby didn't really realize it at the time, but just by having someone I could talk to, we, we used to talk on the phone like an hour minimum. We'd FaceTime like an hour every single day throughout yeah. our senior year while we dated long distance. And I think just having that, that friendship, that bond like really helped me um, calm down. And yeah. that was, that was incredible. Yeah. I can relate to a lot of that for sure. And I can also relate to like finding your person like helps so much with that. Like sometimes it's the littlest things, but like just like her presence will just bring that from a eight to a three. Yeah. 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 And I can like sense sometimes if we're out somewhere and he's like feeling a little anxious and I'll just like go like this. Yeah. And he'll calm down. And it's just, it's nice to know, like it's not, the touch on my knee isn't like, alleviating all of it but it's nice to just know that like your person or somebody else that you care about like knows like they they know like she can definitely sense when it heightens for me and just knowing that she's aware settles me that's really sweet abby actually does that for me too like i get weird i don't know sometimes if people recognize us in public i'll get nervous (laughs) and abby's like hey it's okay like hey it's all right I don't know if you guys experience, like if, if Tay does the same thing for you, but uh, she's definitely, she's very aware of me and knows when I'm anxious. I think it's really cool that you open up about that stuff too, as like, like both of you being like, you're very like, I don't know. Yeah. No one would guess it right. outside. Like no other people would guess it. And so like even our own family, like when Matt was like kind of talking a little bit about this, so it's like, Matt, really? no, yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. He's I'm outgoing. Like, He's like, yeah. 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 Obviously, like always in a social setting, like how could someone that's so comfortable being seemingly so comfortable in a social setting possibly have social anxiety? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so cool learning more um, about your story and you guys. Uh, I've been, I, you know, I've been listening to your podcast and stuff and just like, I I feel like I really know you guys. And it's been inspiring to know that you as someone who's been a a big name, been, been in all these big movies and um, done so many cool things is very open about, yeah, your, your anxiety. And, and, uh, that, that to me is inspiring. Cause I'm like, oh, wow. Someone who's like done so much is, uh, I, I can relate to them. Yeah. I can, I can relate to like feeling this need to put on the show or just like to try to be like this macho guy when yeah. really I'm like, I get freaking nervous mm-hmm. and I get social anxiety mm-hmm. and sometimes I don't know what the freak I'm doing. And yeah. I just get, I, I find a lot of comfort in knowing that I'm not alone. Yeah. It goes back to what you were saying earlier that at the end of the day, we're all humans. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't matter if somebody is whatever, like we all experience the same emotions and go through the same, you know, similar things. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. No matter what. Yeah, and that's the whole goal, like with our podcast, with Lemons, with everything is like, even though like, like we have this platform and like we want to use it to like make people feel like they're not alone. So like us being able to impact one person's life is really cool because at the end of the day, what you said, we are all human and we are literally like going through the same thing, whether it's one troll or a thousand trolls or whatever it is, anxiety, depression, like we all deal with it, obviously in different ways but at the end of the day it's all the same yeah i would say 
our number one goal when we started this was just to let people know that they're not alone, like no matter what, like, cause that's, I mean, that's, that's what like hits me the hardest is when people think that, you know, they are alone and there's nowhere they can turn. There's nobody they can talk to yeah. or get help. Like that's the last thing I want. Yeah. That's really cool. Good job. I was staring at you and your facial hair is really long. I know it's it is growing out. I'm I'm seeing how long I can last and I might be getting to, towards the end here. I'm jealous. I, I can't <laughs> I can't do that. Really? I, mine's just like so scruffy. Um yeah. Yeah. I maybe do. one day I'll get to your level, but I I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. I love that. Okay. We kind of talked about the podcast already. Um yeah. and I can't remember if we said it down there up here, so I'm just gonna ask it again. Where did the idea come from? Why did you why did you even start one? Yeah. Okay, originally, a long time ago, when we were doing YouTube uh, in the earlier days, which I guess wasn't that long ago, it was like three years ago. Okay. Um, we had two types of videos. We did vlogs and like sit-down videos where we would maybe answer juicy questions or play some sort of couples game or uh, there was a trend Just for a while. sit and talk. Yeah, sit and talk. And I think from that, I was like, this would be cool if we could one day have a podcast. Like maybe, maybe we have two channels. And I, I put out the idea to our audience at the time, like three years ago, what if we have a, a vlog channel and like more of like a sit-down channel? And people were like, no, nah, we don't really like that. But over the past year, our videos really moved towards more uh, the vlog style. And I, and I was thinking, man, we still have an audience for these sit-down videos, but our channel's kind of like moved away from that. Yeah. So what if, rather than, you know, keeping up the sit-down videos and the vlog videos, what if we just made a podcast and yeah. and just got to talk? And uh, that'd be nice too for me because I'm someone who I, I'm very... I, I I like things to be done a certain way. I'm yeah. very particular about the editing. I want I want our videos to be good. I want to be proud of them. When people spend you know ten or fifteen minutes watching Matt and Abby video, I want them to walk away like, wow, that was a great video. I feel changed. I'm I'm happier now that I watched that video. So yeah. I put a lot of work into them. But I, I thought, man, if we could do a podcast, I don't have to spend twenty hours editing <laughs> or working with our editor and. Um, because even when we have someone edit, I still spend like 20 hours like I making sure. <laughs> I, I just really care about the stuff we put out. So yeah. the podcast was a way for us to um, still keep that talking format, but yeah. uh, maybe be more real and not have so many edits and just people could feel like they're just hanging out with us. Yeah. I think also making we make a lot of short form content and it's really easy to get misunderstood if it's a snippet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so it's cool that if someone listens to you know, a whole podcast episode yeah. that like they can really see a better glimpse of who we actually yeah. are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now on the flip side of it, if you take snippets of the podcast <laughs> to promote the podcast, then that's where they kind of get out of control, but we just don't look at those. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to be careful. It's funny. Like part of the reason, like Abby was saying, we want people to see a longer video. They can feel, yeah, they're not just seeing some short who snippet. You are. They can see yeah. who yeah, you are as sure. people. Like, Mm -hmm. but, we all say yeah things in the moment like it's like you can't yeah like, you can't cherry pick yeah. yeah exactly but to promote the podcast we do make shorts and yeah. tiktoks of it and then yeah. sometimes the comments can get a little out of hand Brutal. if people kind of take it out of context or something i think another layer also to starting the podcast this has kind of become a long-winded answer now that I think oh that. no I love but it. <laughs> it's really cool because like now that we have started a family we feel ourselves like tightening the reins on like privacy when it comes to like mm. us as a family yeah and it's really nice that the podcast it is just us or like us and guests and yeah. so it's it helps us like i don't know keep the 
a lot of the personal elements out of it while like we're still talking about our personal lives. It's yeah. just a yeah. little bit more removed and it's like, oh, this is when we're filming this and it doesn't feel like filming is seeping into every corner of our life yeah. like it has before. Yeah, I was going to ask like how, like now having a child, like how does that boundary with like what you share of parenting or mm-hmm. like about them or how does that kind of like bleed what's like the boundary there yeah it's ever evolving honestly like even since he's been born he's not even a year yet and like it has changed so much even within that year and I think that we're always gonna have to use our discretion especially like as the internet is constantly changing our son is changing like there's so many things and um he will always be our priority and Mm -hmm. so that like this is all so secondary to that so yeah yeah. That boundary is changing a lot and fluctuating. And um, as far as like talking about parenting goes, I'm comfortable talking about my parenting decisions because um, I don't know. That's the one thing. It's like I tell Matt, I'm like, people can tell me I'm a bad mom or they can be like, it's just like telling me I'm a walrus. A walrus. I'm not a walrus. So <laughs> it's, it's like, like no, it doesn't not, affect me. I'm like, you know no, you're, you're wrong. So it's right. like, I don't, I mean, I like, you just don't care. You're yeah, like, I, I know I'm a good mom yes. to my son. Yeah. I feel really thankful that. for that sense of confidence in that area because otherwise I, I feel that. like I would have been chewed up and spit out and like yeah. never want to talk about anything. But I'm like, I'm okay talking about it because um Yeah. Well it's so hard because everyone <laughs> has like their own opinion on how to parent, how to yeah. Yes. Some people don't say no to their kids. Some do. Some spank. Some don't. Like they're so like that was like two examples of thousands. Yes. But like everyone's different. And that's because every parent is different. Every child's different. Yeah. And some people don't yeah. like to and, accept that. And we had to learn to set some firm boundaries too with being parents. Cause like before, I mean, we you know, we've always been very vulnerable online. We've really shared a lot of what we go through. But now that we have our son, it's like we need to keep things. There's things that need to be kept private. Like we don't talk about his medical stuff on the internet. Yeah. Um, and we, that also means certain things about us need to be kept private too. Because it's like if we have a yeah. kid now, like mm, we got to consider him. And those <laughs> totally. And I think something that we've really come to the conclusion of more now so uh, than ever is like, I don't know, growing up, Abby and I found our love for theater and performing in the arts as young kids. And we discovered that it wasn't pushed upon us. Our parents didn't force us into the Mm -hmm. arts. I just, I I remember being a little like four or five year old, like begging my mom to let me audition for a show and just like almost in tears because I just wanted it so bad. I just thought it was so cool and I wanted to be a part of it. Uh, And I want our kids to experience that too. So we've kind of just like shifted now more so to where we're really like, we want our audience to be there for us not our kids. And one day, you know, if if our kids want to maybe pursue film or pursue something in the arts, like that's cool, but we're not going to, we're not going to force anything yeah. on them. We want them mm-hmm. to have that choice for themselves. Yeah. That. That's awesome. That's a great outlook on that. Fun fact for everyone listening. We talked about this right before we started filming, but we launched our podcasts on the same exact day. And we we put out episodes on the same exact day. We (laughs) both launched um, The Squeeze and Unplanned on February 1st. And we both release episodes every Wednesday. Yeah. So crazy. So now your guys' Wednesdays are filled. Everyone gets a double feature. Yes, double feature every Wednesday. And then get you some food because it's your stomach rally? Yes, it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, no. Have you heard it multiple <laughs> Me times? Me too. Yeah. I've, always, I've, only heard I, it. I've literally heard it through my, my headphones. I think I maybe felt it. The vibration. Yeah, rumble in the couch. <laughs> I put my mic away because Remy's been <laughs> kissing the crap out of me. Zooey. I know. You're asking for your oh, lunch. Oh. I know. Can you say thank you? Can you say 
Thank you for coming, Matt. And Thanks Abby. for squeezing us in. <laughs> Thanks for squeezing us in today. Thank you for having us, you guys. Yeah, this has been really it's fun. really such an honor. Thank you. Aww. Yeah. Appreciate and it. we'll have their podcast linked below. And Unplanned podcast. Unplanned. <laughs> February 1st. <Thank> you. Every <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> oh, boy. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for squeezing us into your day. Please be sure to rate, review, and follow our pod and check out full episodes on YouTube. You can follow me at Taylor Lautner, my lovely wife at Tay Lautner. Check out The Squeeze on Instagram at The Squeeze. And also give a give a little uh, glance and a follow to Lemons by Tay. That's at Lemons by Tay on Instagram and LemonsbyTay.com. And also be sure to email us, lautner.thesqueezepodcast at gmail.com if you guys have any questions, any guests you'd like to see. We've gotten some interesting emails so far, which has been awesome. But most importantly, please continue to talk about your journey with those around you and send our show to a friend that you think could use a little extra squeeze in their life. Absolutely. Toodles magoodles, everyone. Magoodles. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.